What is up? What is up guys? Mr. Jerry Green here today. So another video and this right here is a game changer for your REI business guys. A game game changer. And this is something that is really never talked about. I've heard it from very, very few people. And typically I'm, I'm probably one of the only ones that usually brings it up. And that is the power of constraints within your real estate business constraints so think about that i mean constraints you gotta start thinking of constraints here okay and you start thinking wow wait a minute what is a constraint i mean constraints something that's gonna you know hold me back it's it's gonna bound me to something and you know and then uh, uh, not be able to grow well the problem is with a lot of you guys including myself you know especially you know a lot of us are visionaries and we're constantly going to this direction, this direction, this direction. And we, oh, and especially in the real estate business, because there's like, you know, everybody always says, you know, uh, there's so many different ways to make a million bucks or multiple millions, whatever. But the, the thing is, I want you to look at is, you know, th there's probably a million ways to make a million bucks just in real estate. Okay. So you have to understand that constraints are what allows you to become extremely focused. So I remember one guy I worked with that uh, was a mentor of mine and still is to this day. And he always told me, he says, you know, become niche, you become rich. But if you're not that, you don't have a niche like that, you just go so wide that it's a, you're just all over the place. So what I've learned through a lot of hard knocks over the years, the same thing applies to the real estate investment business. And you have to start learning to put some constraints on. Now I know in the beginning stages you might be testing the waters in different areas. But the thing is guys, I want you to realize this is if you don't ever put the constraints on yourself and your business, it actually can't grow to the level you want. And really it can't go to what I call scalability. Because what happens is you, you're, you're just so wide on things, you can't focus on one area and just massively increase the production on that. So, let, let's, so let's take a look at this a little bit more and I'm gonna show you just a little quick example here of things. But let's just say that you're, you're in uh, the REI business and I'm gonna compare this business to like any other type of business out there that's either has a service or producing something. So I'm looking at it where basically we have this line, okay? And let's think about it like a production line, okay? So get a visual here. So here's this assembly line here, okay? So we have this assembly line. And along this assembly line, this big belt here that is running along, we have the point A and we have point Z. So point A is when it's starting in the assembly line at the beginning of the production process in the factory. And point Z is basically when it's rolling out of the factory on things, okay? Or it could be in a position where it's going, it, we could even take it to the sales department. So in our business, guys, we have the same thing, okay? We have deals coming in all the time. So that could be in a position, guys, too, where we might be going in and let's just say that we have deals coming in here in the production line or it should say leads coming in the production line 
Okay, well, before we get to the leads, we're even gonna have marketing going on. So we have marketing, we have uh, lead intake, okay? So we have lead intake coming in, all right? And then you start looking at all these different, uh, you know, departments within the business, okay? So we start looking at, okay, we can have, um, you know, a sales department, you know, to buy the properties. And I don't really care if you're wholesaling, I don't care if you're doing, fix and flips. It doesn't matter. You could be buying multifamily buildings to hold, but you still have to have overall some type of production process that it allows you to have a repeatable system over and over again. Okay. And that's how you be able to just, you know, get to the point of eventually scaling this. So you have all these different departments. I'm just kind of giving you an example on things. But what I want you to start thinking about is this here. Let's say you're in a position here. Okay. Well, you're running along on this. And then we run into this position where most entrepreneurs in the real estate investment space, and not only real estate, but other uh, businesses out there, but I'm stressing on the real estate side today here, is you're in a position where you're turning around and let's just say you get a lead in here. So we have marketing going on and then here comes a lead into your, your uh, system. So lead comes into your production line. Well, the, the thing is now, let's just say it goes down in your production line a little bit further. Then it comes to a point in your production line where it stops right here. And then this point here in the production line, what happens is, let's say it goes into a decision-making process. So we have a decision-making process right here. So we're going in to basically make a decision here on the deal. So you got the, everything's into the pipeline. Now you're going to make a decision on the deal. When it comes to this point, Everything seems to be flowing pretty good, but the moment it comes to this point, all of a sudden, it stops the production process. When it stops the production process, what happens, guys, is now we're in a position where, let's just say you're involved in this, and a lot of you are doing this to your own team, as well as you might be doing it to yourself. I used to do this all the time. And it comes to this point, and then all of a sudden, it sets here. And it might sit here for a week, two weeks. And you're trying to say, well, let's see. Let's run the numbers on this one. Does it make more sense to rehab it and fix it up and resell it? Does it make more sense to turn around and lease it out? Does it make more sense to do a little uh, wholetail to it and just clean it up, throw it back on the market? I'm not real sure. I, you know, I'm not real sure on that. I'll decide here in a couple days. And then it's just sitting here, guys, in your production process and you're trying to continue to move forward. Well, Think about this. If you're doing this to yourself, how's that gonna affect the production process if you're doing everything yourself? It's gonna be horrible and things. And you guess what? You're never gonna be able to meet your revenue goals. If you're doing this with a team, it's a complete bottleneck of the whole process. And it's gonna clog up the whole thing, guys. So what you have to start doing, guys, is you have to get clear on what is it that you want to do. So this is where it comes in to start understanding guys here of the power of creating constraints within your business. And a lot of you have went through that already. You know, I share, share that you get that block on things. I used to do this all the time. I used to get deals coming in all the time. Everybody go, okay, Jerry, what do you want to do with this one? Um, I don't know. I, I, I would like the rehab, it, but I'll tell you what, the rehab, I'm going to go out and take a look at it and see if I really like it. Then I would call somebody else out, hey, hey uh, get my wife out, get so-and-so out. Hey, what do you think of this? You think we should rehab this one? And then next thing you know, we're burning two weeks. And we haven't even started it. 
guys, I used to do this all the time and I couldn't figure out why we wouldn't hit numbers. I couldn't figure out why I struggled so much on things. And it was all because I didn't set any constraints in place. It was just like a free for all. And especially in real estate, the problem is we get so emotional about it. We get so personal about it. What happens guys is we get to this point where all these leads coming in, they become personal. Stop doing that. They are nothing more than a basically inventory. That's it. And we just got to figure out how we're going to move the inventory, either fix and flip wholesale. Maybe we're going to rent it. Maybe we're buying, like I said, it could be multifamily, it could be mobile homes. I don't care. It's still a process. And that's what you have to get clear on. And when you, the more you dial that in, what happens is guys, is you're able to put constraints on this. Then what we can do is start looking at things. So I, I work with a lot of students this way. So it might be something like, okay, they say, hey, I want to, this next year here, I want to turn around and I, I want to, let's say, generate a million dollars in revenue within my REI business. Okay, great. I'll say, what, what strategies are you going to use to do that? And they'll say, well, I want to fix and flip. I want to do this. I want to do this. I said, no, we got to get clear. Because when we get clear, then we start putting constraints on that. So we might go in and say, all right, out of that, we're going to do 10 rehabs. And then we're going to do, let's see, 10 rehabs. Out of that 10 rehabs, it's going to produce so much money, okay, out of that. You know, let's just say out of that 10 rehabs, we make 50000 a piece. So that's $500,000 of the revenue. Then we look at, okay, I'll just say that... I've got another side of the business that I'm going to wholesale in. In the other side of the business I'm going to wholesale in, let's say that my average profit on those deals, let's say is $20,000 each. Okay. So $20,000 each, and I want to make up the other $500,000. What does that take me to 20, 25, something like that. Okay. Whatever that is, I'm not the best at math sometimes, but uh, 25, whatever that is. And then I'm going to generate the other $500,000, guys, from that. But we, here's, here's the point. And if you get hung up on the numbers, then you're focused on the wrong thing. So um, what I want you guys to look at here is this. I want you to look at the key to this is understanding that we're setting constraints in place. So what you're doing at the beginning of the process, we're saying, okay, I'm going to be in a position where I'm only going to do 10 rehabs. That's it. And you empower a team to be able to do that. And that's all. And I'm going to do 25 wholesales. Now, could they potentially do more if it's creating more revenue? Yeah, but the thing is, guys, I want you to understand, this is the constraint you put in place. So that way, especially when it comes to rehabs, they're so much more complex. Then you get in a position where every time it turns around, if you're already up to your max on your amount of rehabs, you have to say no. The team, and the thing is, you can empower a team, and now you've taken yourself out of the decision-making process. This is how you do that, or you create, you can create, create uh, constraints on profit per deal. Let's just say you, your minimum wholesale fee is twenty thousand. You don't take any less than that. You say, "Wow, oh, I got to take less than that." What do you think about this? If you become very firm on that, then you're in a position where you don't do anything less than twenty thousand. That's your number. And then you know that now you can actually plan based upon those numbers. If you're taking fees of five, uh, 10, um, thousand, 3000, you can't plan your numbers. You haven't put any constraints in place, put constraints in place on your REI business guys, do it. And I recommend doing it from day one. If you do it from day one, guys, it will change your game. 
And I can tell you this, if I would have done when I first started, I probably would have saved 10 years off my career. No joke. That's how important it is. Hope you got some value here today. If you did, comment down below. And if you would, please subscribe to my channel. Talk to you later. See you in the next video, guys.